Welcome to Growing Up Boomer. I'm your host, Padre, with my co-host, Cotton. And this podcast is dedicated to the life and times of the baby boomer generation. The show is loosely scripted, and sometimes we'll go down rabbit holes, and where it leads us to, one will never know. This podcast can be informative, funny, and sometimes irreverent. But most of all, we hope you find it entertaining. Hey, Cotton, how's it going, my man? Fine, fine, and yourself, Cotton. Oh, man, I cannot complain. But you know what, Cotton? It- Always do. <laughs> it's the beginning of the end. Uh, let me tell you what happened. I went shopping for some shoes. Went to Big Five because usually got Skechers, right, real cheap. Mm. So I'm waiting in line, and you know they have the impulse buy, right? You know, they have the little stuff. And I'm always looking for another wallet. Okay, because I have a small wallet that I put in in the front of my pants. Okay, because I hate it in the back because when you're driving, you know, it's a big lump, and I don't like that. And I like I like the lump in the front of my pants, not in the back of my pants. Okay, so I see this wallet, and I said, "Oh man, that's good. It's got a zipper on it because my old my other wallet is thin, but you can see the cards, right? The credit cards. So I wanted something a little bit more safe. So I get that wallet, put all my cards in. I'm so proud of it." Then I remember, my grandfather used to have a wallet just like that. <laughs> the only thing I need now is a coin purse. Okay? I mean, and now my grandfather, I'm turning into a, an old Mexican man. I mean, I remember him taking me to the stores and all the, the old men came out and they had the zippers on their wallets. The only thing that saved me is mine is black and theirs were brown. <laughs> That's the beginning of the end. I'm telling you, Cotton. I, oh. I oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, yes. as you know, I had my 48th wedding anniversary. Yes. Yes. And, uh, yep, 48 years. I know there's a special place for my wife in heaven because she put up with me for 48 years. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no arguing there, right? Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> Oh, also, uh, we went to a town called Placerville. In, oh, yeah, I know Placerville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful little town. And uh, it's called also the hangman's town because that's, yeah. the, that's the county seat, and that's where they used to hang people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it used to be called Dry Diggers Town, too, because oh. that's the, the, the way they used to do the mining in there. And then what it ended up happening in 1849, it turned into Hangman's Town when they hung five people. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, for trying to rob a, uh, I think, a uh, Mexican gambler. And three of them, with two Frenchmen and a Chilean, was already wanted. So they figured, hey, what? we don't need a trial. They're already wanted. And they hung five people all together, and then that became Hangman's Town. That's where they got wow. the name. And you know where they got the name Placerville from? No. That's how they used to do the mining. Because there's two types of mining. There's called hard rock mining and uh, dry or placer mining. In other words, it's kind of like the hard rock. You're looking for the vein. Like, you know, you've seen them. They, they either, they're either breaking up boulders or they're going into mines and they're looking for the vein. Where uh, placer, what you're doing is separating uh, the, um, the, the gold from these from the mud and the soot. So it's like dry panning, like going to um, Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so that's where they got the name 
It says hangman. They said since uh, it was a court, uh, county court, they say between 1854 and 19, they hung anywhere from about 21 to 22 people. Jeez. Oh, oh, well, at least that's the ones that are recorded. Yeah. We don't know who got hung without uh, due process. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And we stood at a cute little hotel, hotel called Cary Hotel. It's just beautiful. Built in 1857. Has a lot of stained glass. Just gorgeous. Just gorgeous. Oh, wow. We had a great time. Had a uh, dinner at the uh, restaurant called The Independent. Oh, delicious, man. Oh, Kathy had the filet mignon melted in your mouth. Oh, man, it was so good. Oh, in Placerville, they say that about $90 million in gold passed through Placerville. Now, you think about that. In the 1800s, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So, yeah. So, oh, by the way, you know what our podcast is today? I uh, know. What is our podcast? It is a public service announcement for all millennials and Gen Z. Okay. What it is about when you see these things happen, you can say, oh my God, I'm old. <laughs> so they have to watch out for this because once these things happen, they are officially old. <laughs> all right. Take it from bo baby boomers. We're already old. Yep. And we all went through the same thing. Oh, but before we do, there's a, I had to read it on the AP because I saw the film in CNN and it was a dog captured on traffic camera behind the wheel of a speeding car. A dog? A dog. And they showed the film. And I swear to you, Cotton, that the dog was with his paws on the wheel, driving. You know, they caught it on the, on the cam. And I'm going like, okay, there's got to be more to this story. It was like a human interest story on CNN. And I said, there's got to be more to this story than that. So I went on AP, <laughs> and it's in Slovakia. And now what apparently would happen was that the dog jumped on the guy's lap and the guy kept driving. Oh, and you couldn't see him. Right, you couldn't see him, but you saw the dog and you what what, what it was. I was wondering, how did his little feet touch the <laughs> Yeah, so his little feet, little feet. <laughs> Those would be paws, yeah. <laughs> so... So that's and so the Slovakian police just had a great time with it because it, they they put it out on Facebook like they interviewed the dog. Okay, they asked for his license and the dog barked back, "I don't have one." <laughs> <laughs> they ended up finding the driver, but I said, "There's got to be more to this than this this picture." Duh. They also said, "I bet that was pretty rough." <laughs> oh, oh, bow, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, by the way. Sad news, we lost uh, a music icon, Rudolph uh, Isley from the Isley Brothers. Oh. The founding member of the Isley Brothers passed away October 11th, 2023. The Isley Brothers actually started as a singing group in a church. Oh, I, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, well, they had beautiful harmony. They were they're outstanding. And then in uh, they disbanded in 1955 when the 13-year-old brother was hit by a car and killed. Oh. In 1957... They got back together and moved to New York. Three of the brothers got together, moved to New York, and they had their first debut album in 1959. Then in 1973, uh, they had uh, two more brothers and the brother-in-law was added. And that's when they came, uh, that lady, you know, fight the power. 
And so they were, they were an awesome, awesome group. They are one of the very few groups that had a top 100 hit in the top 100 billboard six different decades. Wow. Yeah, the first one was in 1959 with the one called Shout. And yeah, it was called Shout. But the one you'll probably remember is Shout and Shimmy by James Brown. Right. That's <laughs> He saw the commercial value of that and he stole that song. Matter of fact, the song is almost identical with the exception he added Shimmy. When he says Shout, he says Shimmy. <laughs> that was and their uh, last one was in 2001 with uh, Contagious. Uh. Yeah. So I, yeah, but they but they also hit the Billboard Top 100. And the other thing is uh, uh, Mark Godden. Not very many people know this guy. He passed away at 87. He was Major Don West in Lost in Space during the 60s. No way. Ooh, yes, sir. Really? Yeah. Yep. And also, the, he was also in the Detectives with uh, Robert Taylor. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Well, not that he passed away. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's Lost in Space, Billy Mummy. Yeah. Uh, that was great. Oh yeah, the little <laughs> redhead-headed kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, and then of course we lost Suzanne Summers. Just passed away. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yep. She just passed away on the 15th, get this, one day before her uh, 70, uh, I think, 77th birthday. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was, wow. I didn't now, know she was that old. everybody knows her from um, uh, Three's Company. Three's Company. And the Thigh Master. Oh, I don't. Remember the uh, infomercials with the Thigh Master? Oh, yeah. But not only that, but she was also an author. She made, wrote cookbook. She was an entertainer. She's a singer and a businesswoman and a health spokesman. She was um, diagnosed with uh, breast cancer about uh, 20 years ago. Wow. And so she had been fighting that and she finally uh, succumbed to that, uh, to that disease. Yeah. So, but one thing is, you know, you know who one of her first roles were? And it wasn't a speaking role. American Graffiti. Oh, is she one of the background people? No. She was the woman Richard Dreyfus was trying to find in the white T-bird. Oh, really? Yes, and you just see her at the very end where she looks out and she smiles. Oh, really? Yeah. What a great movie, though, huh? Yeah, excellent. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of movies, I have two movie reviews. One's a consumer warning, and the other one is a great. Okay. The first one is Meg 2. Oh, yeah, that's the mechanical <laughs> monster that goes around killing everybody or something. Yeah, yeah like uh, it's like a remake of Jaws or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I am a, what do you call me, a connoisseur of bad movies. Kind of sewer? <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, well, those were my movies ranked back in the sewer. So, I mean, I have a pretty low bar. I don't like it. You know it's got to be bad. And you know if Jason Statham's in it, and I don't like it. You know, it's really bad. Really? Oh, you know, I love Jason Statham. He's my guy, man. Yeah. Oh, golly, he's fantastic. But he couldn't save this movie to save his life. Oh, oh. two hours. And it was one of those movies where you, you watch it for an hour and you're going like, okay, it's got to get better. I've got this much time invested in it. 
I've just got to see it through. And then when you see it through, you're upset at yourself <laughs> for wasting that much time yep. of your life. Now, two hours of my life, I will never get back. Yeah. And, and I, thought, I thought maybe it was me because my son watched it with me. He said, hey, hey, you know, he comes over. Hey, come on. Hey, let's, you know, because he loved Jason Statham too. He said, let's watch this Jason Statham. Okay. He thought the same thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. You, I, you know I, how he got his start, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Guy Ritchie got him. Yep. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, he was a uh, an amateur uh, Olympic diver for Britain. Well, well, he but he actually saw him on the street. Yep. Selling watches. Watches. And yeah. Homes and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we're looking for a streetwise kind of guy. He met the bill. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> yeah. And the rest is history. <laughs> Great. I mean, I watch every one of his movies, even the bad ones, but this one was just too much for me. Oh, right. <laughs> I should have turned it off, right? The whole thing is they're, the, the Megs or the, the, these big sharks are terrorizing the, 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 the area. So they are in a submarine, and all of a sudden these sharks are chasing them. They end up in this lab at the bottom of the ocean, 25,000 feet below sea level. Oh, get this. Because they're, they're in one area, they've got to get to another area, and there's only one way to get in. He's got to go to the other side and unlock the door. Well, he swims at 25,000 feet below. Yeah. He just goes, oh, no, he'll be okay as long as he doesn't breathe in or some, some silly stuff like that. I said, really? Really? And I said, that was it. I should have turned it off then, but I had to see it through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going like, Lubly. I never saw that one, but every other film I've seen with him is really good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the first one, Meg, I, that's why I wanted to see the second one. I enjoyed the first one. I know. I don't think I ever saw it either. Oh, I enjoyed the first one, but the second one, I'm going like, no. <laughs> oh, and then the second one uh, that I saw was the Continental. It's like a mini series. It's on Peacock, and it's about the Continental Hotel that's in John Wick. Oh, really? Oh, it is awesome. I mean, it's, the critics have really gotten on its case, but I tell you what. And the music is great because it takes place in the 70s. Wow. Mel Gibson is in it, and he is fantastic. Wow. Oh, yeah. And it's all about how this guy, Winston Scott, who's the head guy in the Continental. You've seen John Wick, right? Yeah. Yeah, you see the old guy that, that kind of runs a manager? Mm hmm It's a story about how he got to be the manager. Oh, really? Oh, it's a great story. Great storyline. Cool is that? Wow. Yeah. So you know, you've got Peacock, or it's, it'll probably come out eventually. But it's a great, it's a three three part series. Uh, but it's a fantastic. Well, I watched uh, what I think it was three episodes of uh, John Wick too. Yeah, there's four now, buddy. Is there four? Oh yeah, and I got them all. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. Come on, <laughs> come on. This is John Wick, man. And you see these people hammering on each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll just get right back up. Well, yeah, it's kind of like a old Bruce Willis movies, you know? <laughs> like the diehards. Exactly. Like we say, yep. you know, my wife says, you know what? This guy 
inside's got to be mush. I mean, this dude's hit by cars. I mean, he's flying all over the air. I'm going like, you know, she goes, this guy's inside's got to be mush. Yeah, there's no bones anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, but if you get a chance, see the Continental. I think you really enjoy it. Watch one of the John Wicks so you kind of get a background and then uh, and then see it. I think you'll really, really, really enjoy it. All right, now let's get into our podcast, shall we? Is this is a note to the millennials and to the Gen Zers? When these things happen, you know you are old. End of story. Okay, we all get old. Considering the alternative, it's better to get old. But you yeah. will get old. You make fun of the baby boomers. Well, you will be the baby boomer soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> First thing is, you're out of touch of modern music. Yeah. Right? Or, or you're driving down the freeway, and you see these signs for headliners at casinos, and you have no idea who they are. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, that's, you, you wonder, who the heck is it? Yeah, you know you're old. Yeah. That's it. That starts happening, forget it, man. You are old. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh. The other thing is, you don't fight anymore. When I say that, in other words, you're usually someone, a person of conviction, and you will stand by your convictions no matter what, but then you go, eh, <laughs> I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. I'm just going to let it go. All right? yeah. Once you get into that, you are now old. End of story. And I'm at that stage. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're both at that stage. You know, like, ah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't have enough energy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know you're getting old when you have a routine. A routine at work. You get your coffee. You go here. You talk to so-and-so. Once you get a routine, you're old, buddy. That's it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you remember when you're when you get that age, huh? Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> now, and this is this is another indicator. When you were growing up and we're teenagers and we're getting into our twenties, when they say, Hey, do you remember so and so? Says, Oh yeah. Says he's getting married. Well, you know you're young. And he says, Hey, you know so and so? And he says, Yeah. Says, he's getting married again. Well, now you know you're middle aged. <laughs> Because he's getting married, he's got divorced, he's getting married again. And then when, when people say, hey, you know so-and-so? says, oh, yeah, how's he doing? He passed away. You're old. <laughs> okay? You are old. <laughs> oh, And here's another one for millennials and Gen Zs, because they never do this. They start eating breakfast cereal. That's it. Now, we grew up eating breakfast cereal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Still do. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Then they start eating breakfast cereal, and they start mixing their cornflakes with frosted flakes so that it'd be sugary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know you're getting old. Plus, you got to add bananas, uh, tangerine oranges. Oh, you put it all in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even some peanuts. <laughs> oh, now, here, here you go. You know you're getting old when the barber asks, to trim your eyebrows and your, or trim the hairs off your ears. <laughs> Did that today. Yeah, <laughs> you know you're getting old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> or oh. better yet, 
like the little bald spot. <laughs> oh, that, it's not little oh, anymore. Oh, hey, hey. But man, I have a big wave that comes <laughs> it off. <laughs> well, Cotton, I have I have been known to have my six inch part for quite some time now. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, and here's another one. And this one is a Bob Seger song. Remember, Rock and Roll Never Forgets? Oh, yeah. You start feeling careful. In other words, you're, oh, do, do, do I do this? Oh, my goodness, you know, can I, can I do this? Do I do that? You know, you start being careful. What is that one song goes? It's Rock and Roll Never Forgets. You used to shake them down, but now you stop and think about your dignity. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's a good Bob Seger song. You're starting to feel careful. You're starting to think about your dignity. Uh, here's another one for you millennials and Gen Zers. This will tell you if you're getting old. The joy of doing nothing. Just sitting back, watching TV, not doing a thing. On Sundays, NCIS. <laughs> <laughs> all day all, all day long <laughs> oh yeah all day all the time yep. <laughs> <laughs> and here's one that uh will tell you if you're getting old is uh when both parents are gone mm -hmm. when, when your parents have passed away okay and some some your siblings start passing away you go okay you're getting old Alrighty. I mean, that's a sad reality of it, you know. Yep. I mean, you know, I've lost both my parents, my in-laws, and you know, it's just, a, it's just one of those things that you have to have have to face. But you know what? You know, you're getting old when that starts happening. Yeah. Hmm. How about how about check the engine light? Oh. <laughs> that comes on, and the first engine light to come on is the knees. Check the knee engine light, <laughs> right? Yeah. You're just like, oh, my knees. And when you bend down, it's tough getting back up. <laughs> oh, man. And my knees were the first to go. Yeah. And it's probably all the basketball I played, and I sat on the bench most of the time. <laughs> I said, I can't imagine what these guys' knees are that, are, that actually played. Yeah. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah, the check check the knees engine light and then if you play baseball it's a shoulder your throwing arm shoulder yeah you know it's, that's always out so that way you know you're getting old when you have the check engine light come on yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh for me you know you're getting old is the first time somebody calls you sir oh yeah <laughs> yeah you were you know what i can't remember a lot of stuff but I remember exactly when that happened. I remember I was in J.C. Penny, and I was looking at shirts, and this guy, can I help you with something, sir? <laughs> sir? <laughs> you know you're getting old. Yep. <laughs> How about this? When you can look in the mirror and you can see yourself aging. Believe me, I see it every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you remember... I think one of my quotes was, uh, you know, since wisdom comes with age, these are not wrinkles. These are wisecracks. <laughs> wise guy. Yeah, wise guy, eh? <laughs> All right. Here's another one. When you know you're getting old mm -hmm. is when you need more light and reading glasses. 
<laughs> you know you're getting old when that happens. <laughs> or you're afraid to get up that ladder a little too high. Uh, that's that's the careful. They remember that's well you yeah. start being careful. Before remember when we were younger, we'd step up, we would be on the top step of a step ladder. Exactly. <laughs> who who needs hands? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Putting up lights. Exactly. The Christmas lights and we'd be right up on the top. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, how about this one? Just back pain from sitting. Like you're driving for long and you can't get out of the car. You're getting old, okay? Millennials, Gen Zers, when that starts happening, you're getting old. Yeah, yeah. How about this one? <laughs> the hangovers last longer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they start getting old. It isn't like in the morning and you're good to go the afternoon. It's like a couple of days. Oh, yeah. And I'd never have them. But now, yeah. <laughs> they just happen now, man. It's like a two-day thing now. Yeah. <laughs> or, or how about this one? Random body aches and random pain. Uh, just body aches and random pain. I mean, you know, you're like, uh, I, especially when you get out of bed. You get up in the morning like, oh, oh, oh. or how about if you sleep wrong? Oh, yeah. And the neck, I mean, it's like there for who knows how long. Hey, Cotton, you know, there's another thing, too. What's that? When you get old, you forget stuff. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> or, what, or what do they say? When you get old, you believe in the hereafter? <laughs> because every time you walk in a room, you think to yourself, hey, what am I hereafter? <laughs> And this is the last one, Cotton. All righty. Okay. Here it is. This is for you millennials and you Gen Zers. When friends and family polite, politely suggest that this is the year you start lying about your age. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a good time to say, you know what? You're getting old. <laughs> well, see, I don't have that problem because I can't remember what, what my age is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Jerry, well, well let's see. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other one. The, the mind goes, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Cotton. What do you say we uh, bring this one to a close, buddy? Sounds like a winner. All right, my man. You have a great, great day, okay? And you a wonderful one, too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Nos vemos después. We'd like to thank you for listening and leave me with this one quote. Don't let aging get you down. It's too hard to get back up. And until next time, may God bless.